You're listening to SBS News. Coming up, the return to work in the office, what CBD occupancy is like, and we take a closer look at AI shares. This is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 22nd of November 2023. On Market Day, we'll speak with June Bay Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners. But first, it appears the work-from-home trend is continuing beyond the pandemic despite a growing number of employers demanding workers spend time in the office. ANZ, for example, has reminded staff they're required to work on-site for 50% of the time, and if they don't, it may affect their bonuses. Still, it would appear people are returning to CBD offices more broadly, but at different speeds. CBRE says while Perth has the highest office occupancy rate, Melbourne is lagging. I spoke earlier with Tom Broderick, CBRE Head of Office and Capital Markets Research. So, Tom, to what extent are people returning to the office? Yeah, so we've seen a steady improvement nationally uh, so far this year. So our numbers suggest that we're nationally at around 71% of pre-COVID levels in terms of attendance in the office. Um, But there's clearly a discrepancy between cities as well. So what we're finding is smaller markets like Perth and Adelaide are sitting at kind of 85 to 90%, Sydney and Brisbane at 75% and Melbourne at 56%. Um, And there's also a discrepancy um, between days in the week. So Tuesdays to Thursdays are the busiest, and then we find that Fridays are the quietest. Don't want to pick on Melbourne, but given that it's 56, it's pretty low compared to the other capitals. Why do you think Melburnians are taking longer to return to their offices in in the CBD? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Clearly, the extended lockdowns made work from home more structural in Melbourne. So if you look at the smaller markets that are performing well, they had relatively few lockdowns during the pandemic. So uh, work from home became less structural. Interestingly, we've looked at things like weather. So in the US, there's pretty clear evidence that the colder, colder office markets actually have worse attendance in the office. And we find that in winter, attendance in the office is lower. So maybe that's part of the reason for Melbourne lagging. Um, But Melbourne is improving. I think a positive sign is that it improved from kind of low 40s to mid 50s over the course of the year. That's a similar improvement to uh, Brisbane and Adelaide just coming off a much lower base. So what's the benefit to the employee, employer, and the local economy to returning to work in the CBD? Yeah, I think for employees, particularly younger employees, the biggest benefit is to learn from your colleagues. Um, I think what some large corporates like ANZ have struggled with is kind of that mid-level and senior-level people coming back who can easily work from home and be productive. Um, I guess the benefit for them is that they will be a mentor to these younger colleagues. Um, from an employer's perspective, there's a range of reasons why they want people back. I think they look at productivity, but collaboration, um, I think they see increased innovation when people are back in the office. And also it's easier to build a corporate culture when you have people uh, in attendance and seeing each other uh, face-to-face. And and what do you think about the local economy side of things? Uh, In your report, it was interesting to see that uh, while uh, workers return to the city mostly uh, midweek, 
they're not on Fridays. And and that's typically the time where I guess local businesses or bars would, would want to attract more foot traffic, right? Yeah, I think clearly the biggest benefit is to the CBD retail retailers and coffee shops and bars. Um, and we've heard that same feedback as well that, Restaurants are seeing decent attendance on Thursdays, but people don't buy as many bottles of wine on Thursdays as Fridays. So that is impacting them. Um, I think the other aspect is that having vibrant CBDs actually helps tourism to that city. Um, and so that's another thing that I think local governments and state governments um, would think about in terms of the return to office. So how do you get more people back into the office? Well, interestingly, I think early early on when um, kind of lockdowns ended and our vaccination rates started to increase, there was this carrot approach from employers. So companies were offering free food or coffee or they're upgrading the amenity within the office. Um, but certainly we're seeing more examples of the stick approach, which is mandating how many days you have to be back in and more recently, it's impacting maybe people's bonuses and pay and it's performance review time at the moment and that seems to be kind of creeping in as well. But ultimately, do you think hybrid working is here to stay? Yeah, I think definitely. I think um, the leading markets in Australia are a good example. So like Adelaide and Perth, they've kind of stabilised at 85 to 90%. I would suggest that where we land is kind of one day a week on average per employee. Um, that seems to be kind of happy medium there. That is Tom Broderick there from CBRE. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. Well, it's a pretty quiet day on the Australian share market today. The S&P ASX 200 down only 0.07%. For more, I spoke with June Baidalu from Tribeca Investment Partners. Look, our market is very much uh, led by the weak US market overnight um, and, um, you know, a little bit weaker tech and the like. So, um, you know, there's really little bit directionless. We're seeing weakness across tech companies um, and then weakness across a bit of commodity as well, especially the lithium. I think we've also got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up soon in the US, so no surprise, it's a bit quiet. But we did get the FOMC meeting minutes released overnight. Did they provide any clarity on the direction of interest rates? Not at all. What they do is pretty much more or less sitting on the fence saying, look, we're very much data dependent. If the inflation picks up, then we, will, uh, we won't be afraid to put up the rate. But net-net inflation is falling quite rapidly, so they want to sit on the fence and see how we go. So not really much direction, uh, providing direction of interest rate. Um, but it, what it does say that, you know, based on the current rate of trajectory in terms of the inflation, um, it's pretty safe to say interest rates done in terms of increases. You mentioned tech a few moments ago. Um, Still in the US, there's a a closely watched AI-related company called NVIDIA. It posted some numbers. What do you make of it? And what does it say about the whole AI trend? Look, it's interesting. The result was that it came out after the market. And then in the aftermarket trading, usually it's a good indicator of the, where the share price might go when the market does open. Uh, it's actually up just over a percent uh, for NVIDIA post result. Uh, the result that came through was actually much better than expected. You know, given this is the hype AI stock, uh, the expectation is really hefty. It's very, very high. And they managed to beat that. So they both really well for that whole AI hype. Now, we all know AI is much of 
longer term uh, longer term sort of trajectory. And uh, with Nvidia, it is right in the middle of it. Uh, it is going through management changes. Uh, we all know. And uh, but the result itself is pretty solid. Um, any companies of note making news today? Absolutely. So Helios um, that raised money uh, went into trading cult a few days ago, um, and uh, they um, they raised money at a very steep discount price, thirty percent discount to the share price, um, and it was halted for two days and just came through today. Share price now went straight down to the issue price, um, and thus suggests that investors don't have much confidence uh, in this company turning around its earnings. Finally, where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? Healthcare. Healthcare is a place to be. Uh, economic environment slowing. Healthcare provides so much, so much defensive earnings growth for investors. Jun Bei Lu there from Tribeca.